Thanks, Stacy. Um, Bill, what have you observed from Justin Haran this year? Yeah, well, like most of our players going from year one to year two, you know, that first year's a lot of experience and much better understanding of what we're doing and what our opponent's doing and how different each opponent is with their physical skill set and techniques. So, um, yeah, I think like all of our second year players, you know, really lump them all in there together because it's pretty much the same conversation. Um, you know, big, big growth from year one to year two, um, especially for those guys last year that, you know, had no spring, no, you know, didn't have the foundation that, that they were able to um, have this year. And that was, you know, it's helpful for everybody, obviously. And um, how about Joe Wan? When Joe Wan Williams has had an opportunity, um, what have you observed from just how he's, um, I guess, um, seized the opportunity when those have presented themselves? Um, yeah, it's, you know, he, he's been in some different, um, you know, different different roles, um, you know, depending on what else or who else has been played or, or been available and um, really over the course of his, his three years here. So at times playing inside, at times playing outside, um, you know, and we've shifted schematically uh, a little bit in terms of, you know, probably our man zone breakdowns and so forth. So. You know, he's adapted to all those things, but it's it's been a little bit of a uh, you know a transition, he's, and he's been a little had to you know plug in at times where we needed him as opposed to just really being able to you know stay in one spot. Um, but you know, I mean, he's he's a smart kid. He's he's handled that, but that's kind of the way it's 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 a little bit different than you know a guy that's playing one position like an offensive lineman. Next question, Chris Ryan. I encourage anyone else to raise a hand if you have questions for Coach Belichick. Hey, Bill, how are you? Uh, good, Chris. I want to ask you about the role that you think you know physicality plays in winning playoff football. And certainly, you've had teams you know, that were extremely physical, and you think of you know the NFL film stuff, and it's a lot. Of, it's a lot of physical type of stuff. Is that one of the biggest keys to having success, it dominating in, in the physical aspects of the game? It's definitely a part of it, yeah. Uh, you know, I think at this time of year, there's, well, really every game, but there there are a lot of things that go into. I don't think you can just say one. You know, one thing is that's all there is. There's there's a lot of offense, defense, special teams, the running game, the passing game, situational football. You know, turnovers, penalties, field position. You know, key plays. Um, I mean, there's tackling, fundamentals, so forth. It, anything could make a difference, and, and and everything will make a difference. So it's really a combination of everything. But yeah, all all those things that I mentioned, and you know, the physical physical part of it, like they're they're all important. So you try to find the, you know, the the blend of you know, best combination of all those things you can, and that's. That's what everybody's trying to do, and you know, certainly what we're trying to do. You spoke at length a couple of weeks ago about you know offensive linemen and how finding guys who are a you know, big, talented offensive lineman is is challenging at this point. Have you noticed that in other areas of the game as well, where there's been you know perhaps an adaption to having 
smaller, you know, faster players? Has that been a forced adoption, or has it been more, you know, of something that um, is just a necessity? Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure. You'd have to talk to other teams about why they do what they do and so forth. But yeah, I think certainly at the you know the linebacker position on the edge and and inside, you know, you see relatively speaking, um, you know, smaller, faster players um, compared to you know five, ten, fifteen, twenty years ago, where you had you know. Bigger, bigger, stronger, more physical players. You know, defensive ends were true defensive ends, which there are still you know plenty of those guys. But you know, there's other teams that Carolina that you know have smaller, faster, explosive guys out there, and linebackers that go anywhere now from you know two ten, two fifteen to you know two thirty five, and then you have some bigger guys out there. You know, like the high towers and guys like that. So you know. But there's still plenty of big defensive ends too, you know, the Cam Jordans and guys like that. It's I would just say there was a time when they were kind of seemed like they were all like that, and that's not really. I don't think that's the case anymore. Thanks, appreciate it. Yep. Next, next question, Phil Perry, followed by Andrew Callahan. Hey, Bill. Um, just want to ask you about, you know. Josh Allen and, and the running game for the Bills, it, it looks like just based on the attempts numbers, they, they've used him a little bit more as a runner later in the season here. From what you've seen, is that are those designed opportunities or more scrambles and he's just taking more of those, those scramble opportunities when they are presented to him? How does that kind of evolve for him, I guess, over the course of the year? Yeah, I'd say more called runs, Phil. Okay. And I guess... When it comes to your uh, defensive backs, when obviously those guys are, uh, you know, Josh Allen's a big quarterback. Those are smaller guys. Is, are there are there techniques that you can work on at this point in the year in terms of um, tackling a larger player like that? Yeah, well, I mean that look that that comes up anyway. Um, you know, tight ends are big. Some there's some big backs. Um, there's other backs that aren't as big, but you know, certainly if a running back's got the ball, that those are skilled runners. That's why they play that position. But there are plenty of big tight ends, just like there are some, some big quarterbacks, you know, guys like Cam and Josh Allen, you know, guys like that. And then there are other, you know, medium-sized guys, or, you know, guys like Wentz. Like, I wouldn't call him small, but, you know, he's not as big as some other guys or, you know, Murray or guys like that. So... You know, they all come in different shapes and sizes, but I'd say the DBs have to have to deal with tackling big players, um, especially tight ends, um, as part of their normal, you know, in, in normal games. Those those guys get the ball, and whether it's Knox or Jaseki or Smythe or whoever, you know, whoever we play, like everybody's got, you know, got a tight end that looks kind of like, you know, size-wise in the Josh Allen range. Great. Thank you. You're welcome. Next question, Andrew Callahan, followed by Evan Lazar. Bill, I was wondering, when you look at the Bills' offense, um, they're, they have one of the highest success rates in terms of just staying on schedule this season, and I, I think it's a departure from maybe past years. When you have an offense like that that you're trying to defend, 
you know, what becomes, I don't know, point of emphasis or, or things you might need to rely on understanding they're very good at being patient and moving downfield when forced to do that. Yeah, they've done a good job of that. Um, and really, it, it's, uh, you know, they're, they're going to, they're gonna, look, they're a good offense. They have a good, you know, they're well coached. They have a good quarterback. They have good skill players. They have a good offensive line. They have an experienced offensive line. So, you know, they're, they're hard to stop. I think, you know, the key for us is when we get them in third down, we've got to be able to convert on third down. If they convert on third down, then, you know, literally you're out there all day. And that's pretty much what happened in the second game. Um, you know, we had, you know, a number of third down opportunities, third down and, you know, eight, nine, ten yards. And, you know, there was, I would say, too many of those that, you know, we had opportunities to get off the field on and we couldn't couldn't do it. And so then, like I say, then they stay out there and, you know, they get to the third and ones and third and twos and fourth and ones. And, you know, you know, those are going to be hard and the percentages on those are a lot higher. But, you know, we didn't. We didn't do a, a good enough job, you know, collectively, um, as as a coaching staff and as a team to to get off the field on third down to get the ball back for our offense. So that's so you know you're right. I mean, if you can stay on the field and you know have possession plays and have long drives, that's great. When you get in a long yardage situation, if you can't convert it, then you know that that all goes away. If you can convert it, then you know, then you kind of get off the hook on that that third and long play, and then you're able to go back and you know do do what you were just talking about. So when we get a chance to get off the field, either turn the ball over or get off on third down, take advantage of our turnover opportunities, you know, receptions or opportunities to punch a ball out and that kind of thing. You know, you you got to take advantage of those. And um, like I said, we didn't we weren't able to do that in the second game. Thank you. Uh, two final questions over Evan Lazar and Tara Hey, Coach. I wanted to ask you about crafting a, a pass rush plan for a guy like Josh Allen and uh, just the balance between, I guess, containing him but also getting pressure on him at the same time and how you kind of coach that up. Yeah, it's you, you hit the nail on the head. That's exactly what it is. It's, it's rushing, but, you know, pass rushing with discipline and, and with awareness because – if you you miss him and he, he gets loose, that's that's going to be a big problem. So I mean, you just can't stand there and watch him throw. Um, that's not the answer. But you know, being undisciplined and just you know running around back there and, and letting him run—that's not the answer either. So you know, he's a hard guy to defend, um, and we'll have to you know try to balance just what you said—aggressive rush with. Um, with you know vision and and an element of containment on them. So I there two final questions: Tara Sullivan and Phil Perry. Thank you. Hi, Bill. Um, I appreciate how many questions we've asked you about Mac Jones this year, and and really what you shared about what you like in a football sense is consistency and things that have allowed him to succeed. What can you share? What you like about him personally as a kid? He's a young kid. I know he's. You coach young kids all the time. What, what if anything, have you connected with him in a personal sense? Does that even matter? But what do you like about the kid? Yeah, no, I, well, the same things I've said. I like that he's consistent. I like that he's um, puts a lot of, you know, time, work, and effort um, into football. And I like the way that he 
um, you know, provides leadership to his unit and the team and his unselfish attitude and, and his work ethic um, to help the team. So, I, I mean, I don't know how anybody could not like that. I think we all do. Last question, Philip here. Hey, Bill, I just wanted to ask you about uh, Jacoby Myers and um, how much he's given your team as a blocker. You know, we, we see him, he's kind of right in the middle of things there, given where he's aligned oftentimes and, you know, blocking safeties or, um, you know, maybe even has to block linebackers at times. I don't know, but I just wanted to ask you what, uh, what he's provided your offense uh, in that regard as a blocker. Yeah, well, he... Uh... Yeah, he's certainly done um, his fair share of that and, and, uh, and maybe a little more. Uh, I think that's something that he learned um, early um, in his rookie year about the importance of that. And, and um, you know, he's come a long way. He's, he's really improved in, in his technique. And also, you know, there are a lot of different looks out there on the, on the edge of the defense, um, the linebacker, corner, safety locations, and where other players are located relative to them. And, uh, not just who to block, but how to get to them, and and again, when you're when you're blocking those players, it's they don't always just stand there, and you know sometimes they try to shoot the gap, sometimes they try to play across, you know, blocks when you're blocking from the outside in. Uh, sometimes they just try to you know two gap the blocker and and play through them. Um, sometimes they back up and the corner comes and, you know, you have to figure out which guy it is that you're actually is the most dangerous guy to block. So uh, there's a lot of things that go on out there. And I would say understanding that, doing the right thing, and then, you know, using the proper technique and, and um, you know, not getting penalized on, you know, low blocks and holding. And uh, sometimes if a pass play is involved, when you're allowed to, you know, pick the player when you're not based on how far away from the line of scrimmage he is, that kind of thing. You know, there's uh, all that's part of it. It's part of the perimeter, um, part of the perimeter game that the defense has to defend and the offense tries to attack. So, um, as I said, that's something that he really, I don't think, did very much of before he got here. Um, you know, he learned a lot about, you know, how to do it, how important it is. And, and frankly, when you do that well as a receiver, then that creates a lot of opportunities for you in the passing game because when you go in there to block and they react to you and then it's a pass play and you're able to run past those defenders into open spaces that if it was a drop back pass, you would never have that much space. You have to create it through the, the deception of the you know, perceived running game by the defense that, that that creates a lot of opportunities. So, you know, players that that do that, like you know Edelman or Jacoby, or you know, that can combine those two. Like, yeah, there's a lot of there's some dirty work in there, and there's some blocks, but then there's also the appearance of blocks that turn out to be, you know, pop passes, over routes, plays like that. That you know, you see the receivers come wide open on. It's because the of the combination of, of the run and the pass conflict for the defense and you know Josh doing a great job of you know making those plays look alike and calling them in situations and from formations that are hard for the defense to you know differentiate between the two so um, it, it, it is it's a lot of work and, and it's some some tough plays it also you know creates some opportunities that are um, you know that offset that so that's 
that's part of the, the nature of that position. Yep. Great. Thanks, Phil. Yep. Appreciate it. Yep. You're welcome, Phil. Yep. Thank you, Coach. Thanks, everyone. Great. Thank you.